This is a HeadGum Podcast. It's that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. With Craig Rowe. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Uh, our current guest today is a piece of trash. <laughs> he eats his own duty, and right. he's currently farting. And he's also the co-host of Hard Nation, uh, the new podcast on Earwolf. It's Paul Welsh. That's right. All four of those things are true. Yeah, you said introduce however you want. However you want, and that's how I ended up wanting to do it. I thought it was great. Okay, good. You're as long as you're satisfied, and I'm satisfied. Uh, eats my own duty. Yeah, I love that. Um. Probably haven't done that. I don't think I ever have. I mean, maybe as a kid. Like just Ate my own poop? Accident. Yeah, right, by accident. Because I remember one time my my littlest brother, he was in his crib. Like, he's much younger, so I remember him being a baby. And I remember him being in his crib, and I have a very specific visual of him <laughs> jumping up and down in his crib. He was so happy, and his diaper was overflowing. And there oh was just God. Like, shit splashing out onto uh, his crib. And he looked, but he looked so happy. And he just, so what does he know for that? Like, yeah. he doesn't know not to yeah. touch that. So I'm sure, who knows? The chances are it's probably happened. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't there something delightful about the, that he was just jumping up and down shit like that? To me, that's I like... I truly think of it when I see him now, he's an adult. If only if only we had that joy. If we could just shit oh. our... You know, sh- just do whatever, shit our pants and just be happy about it. To have that level of like, who, who, who cares? Fuck? Like, this is great. Yeah. Look at, I'm shitting my pants in yeah. a crib. It was... I wish... To, to me, like, I wish I could show him what he looked like. But there's no way. Like, when I see him now as an adult, I'm like, you looked so funny. If you had a time machine, maybe that's where you would go. hundred I would do nothing good with it. I would go back to that moment. Because th- I have four brother, or three brothers, and all four of us were there. So my other three brothers also were all in So they in do they nursery. remember it, too? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Because it was, it was like, how could that happen another time? Like, his, his poop just coming out of his diaper. That's like so that. great. <laughs> and also, I'll say this probably wouldn't happen nowadays because of uh diaper technology and babies don't poop anymore yeah and babies are <laughs> they they cement their buttholes that's right um, um wait why are diapers very different now no i just assume like oh that right, they would like be like better now. Yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. that sounds like <laughs> yeah. the diaper wasn't doing its only function no, it must have been a bad diaper it was probably but bad. also he's my parents fourth kid so who knows like they're they just like, like whatever, blah, 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 whatever. Just, like, put something white on him yeah but in the end haste makes waste yeah, they did it quick, great. and they didn't care about it. That's my dad's motto. That's and your dad is Johnny Haste. Uh huh. And he's waste management. He's waste Consultant. management. He passed away. R.I.P. Johnny Waste. Johnny Waste. Um, welcome to the show. <laughs> we all we, we've already talked about duty and diapers. Yep. Um, you. Uh, why don't you tell us what show you want to watch today? I picked Sons of Anarchy. Now I've seen. I know a couple people who really like this show. It has three stars out of five on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. Um, it looks like it's got a little bit of a fourth star. Oh, yeah. It looks like it might have like one. That's the smallest amount. One twelfth of a star. Yeah. Um, Pretty low. And uh, why? I know I know a couple people who like this show, and I've seen only one episode. It was at that point. This sort of was around the time as Breaking Bad. 
uh, ish or started afterwards, maybe. I came to it late. I don't know when it was actually right. on. Like okay. I never watched it when it was on TV. Right. I watched it um, all at once a couple of years ago, maybe like twenty. 20- 20 years ago? <laughs> About 20 years ago, I watched Sons of Anarchy. Uh, no, I was new to LA, so it's, it has to be in the last couple of years that okay. I just watched the whole thing. Um, and I liked it. Because the crimpling emptiness of LA. <laughs> yes. Just like, oh, <laughs> I moved out and didn't have that much to do. Uh, and so one of my friends uh, from college was watching it and, and really liked it and was like, um, it's good. And I was like, no, it's not. It seems terrible. Uh-huh. And then I watched the first season. And I was like, it is very good. And now I think this show was created by a former biker. Is that right? I don't know his actual history. He's in the show. Yeah. And I he think loses he's like, both his eyes. Whoa. In real life? Uh, in prison. In prison. And he gets them both stabbed out in prison. It's great. Um, I think he has a story to him. I haven't done I think, any research. I think that's true. But I think he... I remember reading an article once about him, and I think he's the showrunner of the show, and yeah. he also, like... Not that this is based on his life, but that he's... He, he comes from this world, maybe. He comes from this world. Um, yeah. The he's first, the son of anarchy. And his wife is uh, Katie Seagal. So oh. the main lady in this, and she gets fucking like the whole. She is brutalized throughout the whole. Oh series. my god, she is uh, Leela from Futurama, That's and right. of course Peggy Bundy, Bundy. from Married with mm-hmm. Children. And in this, she's actually she's good. Like she's, she's a legit, gr- legitimately mean, good actress in this, but she gets like brutally raped uh, one season. Like they're like he like really fucks with her. Like she like crazy shit happens to her. But uh, well, maybe I wonder only, what that's like for a married couple to be like. Did you see the? Did you see the script today? Well, he also, like, horrible stuff happens to him. So I yeah, guess. Yeah, but that's not, like, the same as being like, hey, wife, look at. She gets gang raped by three Nazis. Oh, boy. That's bad. I mean, not, not original Nazis, neo Nazis. <laughs> it's a time travel show. <laughs> but uh, I shouldn't laugh at that. But yeah, I don't know how that would, what that's like. But um, there are seasons of the show that are very bad. Okay. And um, so what? As we're watching an episode from season season five, five, I think. So in my opinion, like one, three, four, and five are good. Two, pretty good. Two, six, and seven bad. I mean, towards the end, like six and seven. So the whole show is premised on this guy finding basically like what is mounts like his dad's memoirs. Jacks. Yes. So his dad wrote like some fucking di- a nicer version of a diary. Motorcycle diaries. <laughs> he wrote his motorcycle diaries. Um, and then the show kind of follows like him grappling with the what is in there. And like episode six and seven, he start or no, uh, maybe it happens before, but. The later seasons, he starts like writing his diary, and the writing in those is not good. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, who am I to say? But it's it's not not good, as in Jax himself is a bad writer, or the TV show writers. Well, are I've bad wondered writer. about that. I'm like, are they purposefully making this bad? Because, but he's supposed to be smart. Okay. So I don't think because I've considered that I'm like maybe they're making it bad because he like why would he be a good writer? Why right. would he be able to like communicate these ideas effectively? But I don't think so. It's just like not. It's very, um, like it's a little groan inducing, like some of the stuff that he says about like the road and stuff like that. But there's some episodes that are, especially the first season, the second season is very bad. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm interested to watch an episode of this because I sort of, um, I can only, there are only so many shows you can do. You know yeah. what I mean? And this was one of those ones where I was like, 
can I really do this right now? It's a lot. I I did it after Friday Night Lights because I, I that's get, another I couldn't one. even get through for. Oh my god! You didn't do the whole thing because once that the the um, Jesse Plemons killing the oh guy. season two is it's like this show like you can truly just skip that season. Yeah, I should I just should have, but because just, that season is very bad. I like the first season of that show. Yeah, the and first then season was great. I skipped to three. Okay. Because nothing had, they don't bring back any of that. that when Jesse Plemons, <laughs> that was so bad. Just I just someone. like lost interest. Yeah, that is spoilers. a little bit like Lots this of spoilers. One. Oh yeah, my bad. Um, That's fine. That is a little bit like this one. Like season two, they go to his kid gets kidnapped at the end of season one in retaliation for uh, someone kills this Irish guy's kid, and then he steals his. <laughs> <laughs> he steals his baby. He oh steals Jackson's baby. And so they go to Ireland to try to get the baby back. So a lot steals of steals the baby and goes to Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So a lot of season two is in Ireland. And they must have shot it here because the it's worth it if you're interested in bad acting. There's like <laughs> so many like crazy uneven Irish like Irish accents. Wow, that sounds two. really bad. It's I mean great. that also just sounds like if your if your bread and butter is like motorcycle gang stuff, why are you taking yourself to Ireland? Well, the the analog of that is like the 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 IRA. So the IRA right. are like kind of that that for Ireland. Gotcha. But gotcha. they're much. I think they're much more fucked up. Right. Yeah. Uh, the IRA is. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. In the well, I, mean, I don't know in real life, but like in this show, they're much more. And these guys are pretty brutal. They'll like blow up a whole. Like they they tried to blow up this these guys' whole clubhouse. Damn, girl! With the whole cast inside. With, <laughs> with it was a great episode. Um, and so we're watching episode uh, season five, episode six. Yes. Called Small World. Why this episode? Um, this episode is uh, I don't remember that much about it except for I know that this is the episode one major character gets killed, which is Jax's best friend Lax. in prison. <laughs> um. Opie? Opie. Uh, he's from Remember the Titans. Okay, I never saw it. Uh, me neither. Um, but uh, he, his, so his like best friend, his like childhood best friend gets killed in prison. Okay. And because this, there's a, a black gang that they're kind of like, not warring with, but one of those uh, rival gangsters' daughters got killed. Okay. By the Sons of Anarchy, but like almost kind of by accident. Okay. And so then that guy, when they go to jail, says like one of them leaves in a body bag. So the prison guards orchestrate the like very brutal sort of like amphitheater style murder of this guy, uh, Jax's best friend. Only caught half of that, but... Well, he so like, but the, I got yeah, it's I got it doesn't matter. I, I mean, it's complicated. Uh, it's but, uh, relationship status. It's complicated. It's complicated, guys. He gets killed with a pipe. In that's why it's called. Oh no, that's the other one was called. Uh, the other one we were gonna watch. Yeah, was it's called, called Lang pipe. Lang pipe, and he gets just brutally killed with a pipe in prison while a bunch of guards watch and take bets on who how long it'll take him to die oh god so the one that we're watching now i don't remember anything else about it except for like this is the episode where they get revenge on that prison guard the main guy who who was like let's see who will survive this fight damn yeah have you ever ridden a motorcycle (laughs) no (laughs) i never would i have no interest i have no interest in this world at all I wonder if, if I, I hear motorcycles, I get, I'm like, that's too loud. I always, whenever <laughs> I hear a loud motorcycle, I just, 
like old man style. I'm like, what an asshole. Like I an idiot, an idiot asshole. Like yeah. it seems dangerous. I, and then also it's like, what's all the noise about? I will immediately disregard that person yeah. as a human being. Me and just too. Be like, Come on, why are we doing it? We don't need to do this. This right. is disruptive to me. And then when I'm driving and then one of those motorcycles zooms by, I'm like, oh, you're going to kill yourself. Here. Yeah. I'm like, you can't. You don't, you don't. I also am offended by the lack of equanimity of them, like driving between cars. Yeah, I think that's legal here or that. something. It's not cool. Uh, my one of my brothers has or had a motorcycle, mm-hmm. and I still even I'm like, come on, come come on we're not man. doing, we're not really doing this. Yeah, it seems so. I don't know. It seems like in real life, it just seems like an like such an affect. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. I've also been uh, like at a couple auditions. <laughs> LA. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> I've seen people, actors with helmets. Have Immediately, I'm that? like, this person, A, well, I, my, what are your thoughts? I'm just like, it seems like a psych out there. It seems yes. like they're like, I drive a bike. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, my, my shouldn't you leave like, the, like, don't motorcycles have those buckets that you can like put a thing? Of course they do. Yeah. Like that's a, that's su- that's such a, you don't drive a motorcycle that has that big of a design flaw. I think when yeah. I see those guys, I think like my first thought is, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Like, no, don't, don't, don't bring a conversation starter into right, a place exactly. where like no one needs Nobody, to talk to Nobody, we don't want to like, talk to This anybody. is already bad enough. And then my second thought is like, I'm like this person doesn't need this job if they're riding a motorcycle. If they're dumb enough, <laughs> they're living their yeah. own. Like they don't care. They're free. Yeah, they're, exactly. They have, they have, essentially, they have full. they they believe themselves to be free people. Yes, and I am not. Yeah, I I'm, need. I'm that, I'm that job. I'm I'm there auditioning for that job because I want it. Yeah. Well, I need. Yeah. You, you know, want whatever. it. You need it. You're. But the, it does seem crazy to me where I'm like, if you're driving a motorcycle, what are you doing here? Yeah. Just go go just on the open road. Live your life. Yeah, baby. <laughs> um. All right. So we're gonna watch Small World. Great. Sons of Anarchy. Anything else I should know before we get started? Um. I don't know. This show has too many characters. So if I tried to explain, it would be Kim. Just name like throw out some names just real quick. Just you don't um, need to say what they do. Just names. Gemma. Gemma. This is mom. Jimmy Smith's is in it. That's <laughs> his name. His character's name is also Jimmy. Yeah, his Smith. name is Nero, I think. Um, Clay is the dad. Nice. Um, and then Opie is the guy who got killed. They don't really sound too dangerous. Their name wise. No, no, they don't have dangerous names. Only none of them have weird. Jax names. obviously has a hard edge to it. There was a guy, well, his name is Jackson. So that's uh, that to me seems not on brand yeah. for this. Yeah. But who am I to say? Uh, there was a guy who had, the only like ever crazy nickname is I guess like, oh, there's one guy who's just called Happy. He, that's great. He has almost no lines ever. Like I would say like through the whole series, I can remember him saying maybe four or five lines. And at the finale, when, when Jax is like saying goodbye to all of them, he gets a huge moment Whoa. of like, uh, of a departure for like goodbye to this character because you're essentially saying goodbye to the characters and i was like that is the weirdest choice to me of like this guy was on he was in a lot of episodes but he didn't matter that's really funny yeah so those are some people maybe he represented happiness mm, he's pretty um he's pretty amiable okay yeah his name's happy great um sweet let's check out small world i'm sorry about your friend I was told to do it. It wasn't my call. Don't pass the buck, man. That's weak. 
I want to hear how sorry you are. I am sorry. God, I'm sorry. Please, I'll do anything you want. Help anyone inside, please. I'm still not feeling it. Are you doing this? Watch Sons of Anarchy, Small World. That's right. That was brutal <laughs> to watch. It's it was very uh, violent. Violent, like yeah, super violent. Was, is this par for the course in terms of violence? Yes, it is violent. I didn't remember. There's usually like I guess maybe there's not always every episode one episode like like very serious moment of violence. <laughs> there were several in this. One. There were at least the only three one or I four. recalled. Yeah, there's a lot of blood. The only one I remembered was the is the the snow globe thing. The snow globe thing was br- I turned my head. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't watch lot. it. Yeah. Um there's a lot going on in this episode. <laughs> yes. I feel like we should go through a couple of the storylines sure. maybe. Yeah. Um I'll just point out that the Joel McHale guest appearance at the end is it's very strange. strange. Yes. And it, it he is around only like two or three episodes. Just does he have a real storyline? Or yes, what happens is it essentially is to highlight what what a, a mess the Gemma has become. Gemma so is, is Jack's is Peggy Bunny is Peggy Bunny. Yes, so she Jack's fucks mom. him and Jack fucks uh, Joel, McHale, Joel McHale, and then he and then he robs her. Okay, <clears throat> and so she has to call them. Like the, like Jacks and they don't kill him. They do fuck him. Well, actually, it's a this is a weird inflection point for the show where like Nero, who's Jimmy Smith's character, is the one who really starts protecting her. So he fucks up Joel McHale rather than, oh. than her son. And Peggy Bundy and in this uh, Katie Seagal has so many lovers. Yeah, everyone, everyone loves, loves Gemma. Her. I mean, she's very um, she's very attractive, attractive and great personality. Yeah. I mean, as all I can think of is Peggy Bundy, and she's so likable. Yeah, <laughs> Peggy Bundy or Katie I mean, Seagal? Pe- I guess Katie Seagal. Yeah, Katie Seagal. Peggy Bundy is not likable. Um, That's the whole point of that character. I know, but <laughs> uh, but there's something likable about yeah, there is a, an unlikable character. She's so she's like basically like she's the show. Like she's basically the main character of the show. Like it's technically her son, but Jax. Yeah, so J- Jax is the head of uh, the Men of Anarchy. He is. He's the head of the Sons of Anarchy. But that other guy, Ron Perlman's character, was passed over. Was that no? He was the head because that's technically Jax's father. Technically, but not no, because his original dad got killed by Peggy Bundy and Ron Perlman. And ha- but why is he technically the dad? Because he's his stepfather. Because it happened when Jax was a kid. Oh, so, so he, did, he he's raised not him. his biological. No, no, but he raised him. Um, there, was, I feel like this show. While you were explaining things to me during it, so many caveats, <laughs> like so many like things like that. Like yeah. technically, 
Yes. Or like this guy basically like murdered that guy, that guy murdered this guy, this guy called for the murder of that guy. There's so much. And basically no one is telling the truth. So if you watched it, like when I watched it, I can't imagine watching the show in real time. Like if you had to wait week to week. Because you can't remember stuff? Well, because that and also because you never know when anyone is telling the truth. So like even at the end when There's when Jack skips into his house, like oh, right. his wife says, no, I didn't see this guy today. And they she's both lying. Lied. They both yes. lied to each other. Yes. He, he, oh my God. So all of that information like slowly unravels so that by the time you get to season seven, it's like everyone must die. It's got to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's why it ends. The final episode is them all in a circle being like, all right, let's all shoot each other. <laughs> I mean, not not far, far off. off. This episode, I mean, there were so many. <laughs> everybody has gone. Everybody's so mad. There's a lot of guns, which is weird. Like, I don't usually love a show with guns, right. but for some reason, I'm like, well, that's what they do. What, what are you going to do? So the basic gist, I mean, I guess we should just go through some of the storylines. Oh, yeah. One is that um, there's a new sheriff in town. Yes. And he, there's a series of attacks that are happening in town that are seem like they're coming from this motorcycle club. And why, the they keep America. on saying that. Why do they seem like they're coming from the motorcycle Because they're attacking people that have, like, recently upset the club so like Unser, the old chief is someone who is like not helping them out as much as he used to he gets attacked okay. this new police chief's house who gets attacked. the police chiefs are usually in the pocket of the gang a yes. little bit. yeah yeah and so now these attacks make it seem like it's it's attacks against people who are not really into the club right and um so at the beginning of the episode we see a woman in a house at night, right? And or, yeah. that, or did or was that last episode? That might have been last. That was last like week. Yeah. Last week on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is a very long montage. Yeah, I mean, it's like the time it got to the. Um, can you imagine opening the credits? credits <laughs> I was like, didn't we watch like twenty minutes of the it's show? Sometimes seven or eight minutes. Because I, when I was watching the show, I would like get dinner or make dinner, and then by the time I would get to the credits, I'd be like, "Fuck, I already finished my meal." <laughs> like, you get to produced by, and it's like, there's no way you could still be eating right. Dinner. Well, the I feel like the the names were still going at the last yeah. scene of the show. Of like <laughs> it goes from music a long time. by W. G. Snuff. Walden. I wish. Um, W.G. Snuffy Walden does all of Aaron Sorkin's music. Um, so, yeah, so she's dead, um, and everybody's being like, who killed the sheriff's yes. wife? And, well, we yes. find out that she dies in this episode. Yeah. She dies in this episode. She couldn't she look less look, dead. <laughs> they did not do a good job. She was a beautiful woman. Yes, she was a gorgeous She's lying woman. in a bed in a, a hospital and... Just sort of lying there beautifully. And literally, it just looks like maybe the shot took too long and the actress blinked. Yeah. And, and they like caught her while her eyes They were only showed her for like half a second. Yeah. It's like they were like, damn, we forgot to get a shot where she looked dead. It's crazy. Uh, but the, yeah, so the essential, the whole, the whole sort of like the episode kind of coils around this idea of these attacks in Charming. And so the point of the show is like... Charming is the name. Is the name of the town. That's a little too... It's a little much, right? A little too charming. There's a lot of stuff that's a little much in the show. But the the point is they're all... All of these disparate actors ostensibly are looking out for the best interests of this town. 
Ostensibly. Yes, but they're not real. I mean, they're uh, the point of the they show is everyone's looking out for themselves. dollar and yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's dead. And then there's this new guy. Um, Jax is making a deal with Pope. Yes, Damon Pope is... Who is from Romeo and Juliet movie. Yeah, he's the guy who yells. That's all I remember. He yells in Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. And very, very memorable scene. Yes. Did you watch that in high school? Middle uh-huh. school? Uh-huh. That was a great movie. I don't know, I love it. Baz Luhrmann. Um yeah, I don't re- I remember it being at the time like I'm sure if I watch it again I'm like this is great, but at the time I was like this is weird, get it out of here. Oh, really? Yeah. I think at the time it was sort of like just the right like emotional time of like, ooh, I Maybe. should be kissing people. <laughs> yeah. It was I remember it being me thinking like, no, this is weird. Wow, and you know what I'm just realizing is that for girls who were in middle school, high school, that must have been the most like Leo, yeah, I think it was. Danes, I remember girls going wild for that because movie. Claire Danes was from my so-called life. So yep. this that must have been the perfect cross the Venn diagram of of women liking things. It felt like too emotionally mature for me, or something. Maybe right. I just don't think I could handle it. At and that then the age. third part of the Venn diagram would be thinking that you're emotionally mature. Maybe, yeah, maybe. yeah. Um, so you didn't fit into any of those circles. No, no, I don't think so. Um, but the guy who plays maybe Mercutio. I think that's uh, what it is, yeah. Um, yeah. He is uh, Damon Pope. Yes. And he is a big real deal real estate guy who also is a big deal, real deal, real deal drug dealer. That's the other weird thing about the show. Everyone is has like a normal business and then everyone is also dealing drugs. It really does make me wonder like, how many people on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis do you deal with that are doing illegal? <laughs> me, me personally? No, like in general, like you go to a restaurant or like... Oh, yeah. You know, like... Sure, you never know. Yeah, you never know what's Mm-mm. mafia... Like Mm-mm. the mafia and mobs still exist, right? Yeah. Yeah. For so, sure. So like, what's going on? I mean, yeah, you're definitely dealing with people who are doing illegal things on any given day. On any given Sunday. Um, every given Sunday. So Damon Pope is uh, making a big deal with uh, Jax for more mm-hmm. money for more drugs. Mm-hmm. And I didn't quite understand Jax um, makes this deal with Damon Pope. But before he does, he goes to a meeting with the men, the sons of anarchy. <laughs> uh, it says men of anarchy on their jackets, I think. It does? I think so. Maybe. Um, it says mayhem. Oh, men's, men of mayhem. Yeah. And... Um, they're, the rest of the Sons of Anarchy are not into the deal with Damon Pope. No, because they don't want to get further in, into the drug trade. So originally when they first got involved in it, they're only supposed to run guns. Okay. And then they get involved in the drugs because their gun business gets cut off. So it's essentially in an earlier season kind of like a financial band-aid for them. They're like, we'll get involved in drugs. We'll make a lot of money really quick. And Jax's initial thing is like, we'll, we'll get involved in this and then I'll get out. Like, I'll leave this life completely. Okay. Because my high school girlfriend came back. I have a kid. I can just go. So make the money, get out. Yes. But... You see his mom and everyone else. Gemma, Katie he is just Siegel. like constantly pulling him back in. Every time I get out, That's they right. keep pulling me Who's back that? in. Who says that? Ralph Marla, Cramden. Ralph Cramden. Marlon Brando. <laughs> Ralph Cramden. Marla, and, but also the Brando. drug thing. That's from Godfather, where they're like, "We're not going to do the drug trade." That's the whole thing. Oh yeah, Godfather. I that I think 
part of what it is is that there's a season where there's a very heavy involved. I think Danny Trejo's in that season. There's a very love Danny Trejo. I mean, he's great. there's a I forget what they're oh the Mayans yeah that's what okay they're called. there's like a, a Latino crew that that is uh, in bed with the cartel but at the beginning they're just into running guns mm-hmm. and now what does that entail just um, getting illegal they, guns yeah they they trade in illegal guns so they provide guns to whoever needs them and so I guess that's seems like, dangerous it is dangerous that's why Jax doesn't want to do it anymore that's why they try to start. In this in this season, actually, a couple episodes before this, they try to start a porn business to go more legitimate, and it doesn't work. That sounds like um, like a comedic thing. Like, did you watch The Sopranos? Uh-huh. Like when um, Chris wants to do the movie, uh, you know, like episodes yeah, those are episodes brutal. are so funny because it's so, like his thing is so sad, but it's also like remember he fucks that one lady that's like his like cousin's um, girlfriend. Vaguely. She has like that red haired girl. Okay. Um, and she's like, Your ideas are pretty good. Oh, but yeah. she like wants to fuck him because he's a mobster or whatever. Ugh, that whole thing where they make saw but for mobsters is yeah. so great. He punches Lauren Bacall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Um, so they, they try to do porn in this. So they try to do porn because one of the main sons of anarchy's wives used to be a porn star. Okay. And then she becomes a producer. And she gets killed by the a character called Georgie Caruso who's played by Tom Arnold. Wow, I like Tom Arnold. Tom Tom Tom, Tom, Arnold. Bad Tom Arnold. Yeah, he's not a great actor. Mm-mm. David uh, Hasselhoff has a, a cameo. What? And his, one of his lines is, uh, "I love Luann. She taught me that I'm more than just a huge cock." And all the Sons of Anarchy snicker like children. What? How is that not like a meme online? <laughs> I don't know because no one watches the show probably. Um, three and three and an eight stars. So this doesn't have yeah three and one twelve star. Um, <laughs> so this has so they they're they agree to do the Damon Pope deal even though everybody sort of thinks that Damon Pope is the guy behind the um the murder of the sheriff's wife. Yes. Um, that's one storyline. Mm-hmm. The other storyline has to do with a murder in in the jail. Oh, yes. Well, that they're connected because basically Pope provides them with the address of a prison guard who allowed for the murder of one of the sons of anarchy in jail. Right. So in order to like let them know like, hey, Hey, this is a good faith effort. Like you can have this. I know you want to get this guy back, even though Pope was the one who ordered that murder. He's like, let's make mea culpa. Yes. Mea culpa. And so they go kill that prison guard. So this is the scene that's why the episode is called Small World and was one of the, I mean, really, truly brutal. Um, They go in in the middle of the day Mm -hmm. wearing all black. blowing his lawn or something when they first see him. Yeah, and then they they bust into his kitchen. They all have guns with silencers. Yes. Um, They start... He starts for his gun, so they shoot towards him. Mm-hmm. Then his wife comes in with a shotgun. It's she, huge. It's, <laughs> there's a lot of... Um, yeah, her gun is too big. Too big for her. She shoots, I think, sort of maybe hits one of the guys. One of the guys she, is bleeding a little bit. I think that's because she scratches him. She shoots, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe she does graze his neck. Yeah, something remember. like that. Um, but they take her down yeah. uh, physically. Mm-hmm. And then the the guy runs for the uh, for the fences for the fe- <laughs> literally runs for the fences, and they grab him from the fence. Yeah, pull him down. Uh-huh. They have both of them duct tape to a chair. That's right. She's crying. Uh huh. 
as you would be. And then to, they're sort of annoyed by her like groaning and crying. Yes. And one of the guys shoots her in the head. <laughs> yeah. And that was pretty brutal. And because one of the, one of the characters says, this one's a problem. And then another yeah. character says, not anymore and shoots her in the head. And then Jack sort of nods. Being like, well, they all kind of, you'll notice like they all kind of look like, Hey, don't no. You don't get to do that. That was bad. And 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 Jack says something like collateral damage, retaliation for Opie's death. So that is like they're not supposed to kill just like some lady. Right. Right? So like there was a their storyline where uh there was a witness to a murder, but she was a kid. Okay. So that same guy who shot this woman was was gonna kill her. And he was like, No. I mean no. he he freaked her out and was like, Get the fuck out of here and never talk about this again. But we don't kill. They have like very very specific weird rules like that, right? Like no women or children. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's this, not a weird rule. <laughs> yeah, it's, Paul, that's something wrong with you. Um, you think that's oops? Um, it's uh, a code to live by, yeah. and I agree with it. Yeah, it's what we all. Um, that scene was too much for me. It's a lot. The show it can be that brutal, and, it's and you're just eating. You're eating manicotti. You're eating. <laughs> yeah, I'm just digging into this plate of manicotti, and uh, I'm finishing up my shells because I. It's <laughs> and then so, you got a little bit of that cheese left, and you're just scraping yeah. that up. With and I'm floor. mostly looking for uh, looking through your fridge for sauce to get on that cheese because I don't want to eat just dry ricotta, but. But the sauce is a little bit old, but you're like, I'm like, well, it's I'll better put it in than the microwave cheese. and it's fine. Yes. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, I don't, I mean, it's the show. It can be much more brutal than that. And then she's dead. She's dead. The guy is upset that his wife is dead, but to me, not enough. No. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't care. He almost doesn't react to it. He reacts to the death, but then when they take off the duct tape from his mouth, and they're like apologize, yeah. and he's like, "I'll do anything. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll look out for Help anybody out, in yeah. jail, whatever. Uh, you know, I wasn't me." He just doesn't, he doesn't seem care. like his wife was just murdered in front of him. No, he there's there's a scene in in an earlier season that mimics this exactly, where they need need to get a judge to throw out a case. Okay, and they real they what they want to use his son as emotional leverage so they tie them to chairs and then the son comes home and they literally shoot the kid and i don't know if they ever end up shooting him in the knee and the dad's like whatever i don't care like he doesn't react at all because he doesn't like his kid then they get a bunch of love letters and threaten to burn them and then he's like i'll drop the case wait what they get a bunch of love letters (laughs) uh yeah they go they like find they're like well obviously the kid is no leverage so let's find something like his dead wife or whatever like he had stuff in his room from his dead wife like a shrine to his dead wife essentially i think is the line and then they use that to get they're like we'll burn it or we'll destroy it and he's like no please and it's the same kind of thing as this scene almost the same scene that seems a little bit strange uh yeah it's weird um but in this, there's no love letters. Instead, they're like, find a lead pipe because that's how the guy in jail died. And this is a retaliation murder. Mm-hmm. They can't find a lead pipe. Mm-hmm. But what they do find is one ball peen hammer, mm-hmm. which I don't know what those are meant for. Uh, no, I've only ever heard it in in like murder 
stories. Yeah, I know, like the I think... story that Los Feliz Murder House. That's the only time I've ever heard. Yeah, that dude. What is the deal with the Los Feliz Murder House? Um, someone killed uh, his family in there, like on Christmas or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And supposedly the presents are still there by the trees. Or yeah, something. like it's supposedly like unwrapped. No one. Yeah, ball peen hammers don't seem to have a function of building. They're I, just I don't for, know what for murdering and hitting people. In the I guess. With. Yeah. Um, so there's a ball peen hammer, and then there is a snow globe. Yes. Which you, by the way, cannot take on airplanes anymore. You can't? No. Why not? Liquid. Oh, more than, not even a small one? Not even a small one. Huh. Because they That's could, good. That feels like a, the kind of thing that should go away. Snow globes in general? Yeah. Because I think it's a sign of like a lot of times when people like my first boss, when I first graduated from college, like when I interviewed for that job, it's like a very serious job. And she had a, her, <laughs> her like, office was full of snow globes and mm. i was like you're you're suffering from a mental illness like i can't wait what what was the job she was the head she was essentially like the coo of a very large um law firm wow so uh the largest per partner generating profit law firm in the world wow and she well, i was like you are a mentally ill person like you can't have all of it well she actually was the best but uh it struck me as very strange so i think people shouldn't have them and now if you're yeah if you're gonna grow a collection now how do you get them to your home i guess you have to ship them that seems dangerous too i guess yeah, because I guess you would build a snow globe collection by just slowly collecting them yourselves or yeah, people bring them around the globe. Yeah, but now huh. uh, I never thought of that. But, well, they're horrible and they should they go should away anyway. they should go away. Yeah. Um, but in this case, they find a snow globe and he's like, "This is good enough to murder this guy." Yes, and honestly, it withstands in but seemingly an extraordinary amount of blunt force. Yeah, but he, before he doesn't break, he starts bashing the back of the guy's head with it. He mm-hmm. starts playing that. He goes, uh, it's, it's a, a small, small world. world. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a lot of those a little on the nose. And mm-hmm. then he, uh, starts playing the song yep. and then he starts bashing, bashing <laughs> yes. and bashing the head. Of, and yep. that's when I turned away. There's a lot of, not a lot, but there's, there are frequent instances of these guys, especially, and some of the women on the show, doing something like that and having a shot like that, like from from below, from below, from the from the victim's point of view. And essentially, what you see is the splashing of blood onto a, a major character, and that's how you know they're bleeding. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It ha- it's that's not. I can't think of another good instance right now, but that ha- happens a lot. It was awful. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I've watched, you know, I watched Martin Scorsese movies and he does violence pretty good too, but there was something, I don't know. There's a strange sadism to the show, like at least on the part of the show where we're like, even some of his stuff, like there's a scene where like you see someone put a broomstick in his eye and it's not like the camera cuts. It's not the kind of show where like the camera cuts away at the last minute. It like yeah, shows it you the whole on. experience. Yeah. You know what I was just thinking about that really has stuck with me for a while? I mean, mm-hmm. this movie's not that old, but uh, was it The Dark Knight that had Heath Ledger in it? Uh-huh. The scene with the, with the pencil uh-huh. sitting, standing yeah, up, yeah. and then he pops the guy's... That, every... Now when I look at pencils, I'm That's like... That's what you think of? You know, sometimes you play with a pencil or you like put a yeah, pen yeah, up yeah. like that. Now I'm like worried that that would like happen to me. Even yeah. though I wear, I do wear glasses, so that is a... Uh, You'd be okay? Yeah, it is a shield. Oh, wow. I would be in danger. We're all in danger of pencil 
Um, don't, um, so don't let anybody stand behind you if you're holding a pencil like that. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's that, that uh, the show does that all the time. It's brutal. Yeah. That's um, I think one of its, one of its, um, touchstones. One of its yeah. It's pretty amazing cards. that you picked an episode with mo- uh, multiple, we're not even done with the murders that happen in this episode. There, no, there are plenty more. So that happens. And Which that, I didn't, by the way, as I told you during the show, I didn't remember. I only remember the one. I was like, oh, this is the only thing that happens in this episode. Right. Like in my mind, as someone who's seen all of these, I only remember that one thing as important. Because if you think about it, the other ones are not that important. No, but may not be important, but the one with Peggy Bundy was <laughs> brutal. It was also brutal. Yes. So this one, uh, I don't know if we have to explain all of her lovers, but no. she's in love with... Um, Nero Rico Suavo. Yes. Jimmy Smith is her boyfriend Jimmy for the last Smith, like three seasons. Who is, uh, has a lot of tattoos. A lot of tats. Some earrings. Mm-hmm. It is a little weird seeing him like with the tattoos after you knowing him from NYPD Blue. And the West Wing. And, and the West Wing. Yeah. To see him President just sort of do, and, and also be, uh, to be uh, talking in Espanol. He is doing a very, he plays like a her- an ex-heroin addict who runs a whorehouse. Right. So in this episode, great. Um, Peggy Bundy is at home Yes, and someone comes in the door and it's a woman that she had beaten up previously? Yes. For any particular reason? I actually don't remember. I, she doesn't actually beat her up. She, she incites Jax's wife, who tends to not be violent, um, but it's st- starting to change during this season, uh, to beat this woman up. Okay, so this woman has a bruise on her eye and yeah. has a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, a silver gun. Yeah, a little a one. Like a Beretta, maybe. small, maybe mini Beretta. Yeah. And um, she is like, get in the bedroom, bitch. <laughs> and then... <laughs> well, uh, she calls him. She, she says, go to the bedroom. somebody yeah. that Peggy Bundy doesn't know who's calling. Right. And then eventually, Jimmy Smith's come in, comes yeah. in. And... Explain their relationship, if it matters. Jimmy Smith and that lady? Yeah. That lady, this woman, Carla, is runs his whorehouse. Which is probably a, a job that does not get a lot of, you know, like... No. Uh, that's a thankless job. Uh, uh, in the first episode that her character appears, Peggy Bundy calls her um, Nero's Whore Friday. I don't get it. I think it's a play on Girl Friday. There's a lot of stuff like that in this show that's like... <laughs> Where I like don't, the, I'm not sure that's like I'm it's not almost sure. there, but it's not there. Yeah, like it's, there's a it's line, like a placeholder, and they're like, "We'll figure it out later." Yeah, or, or it like just plays on a thing that maybe like the people who wrote it know, but no one else does. Gotcha. Well, there's a line that always struck me as like really crazy and authentic. Of like, there's one episode where a character comes to a warehouse and Jax is there, and she starts reacting like kind of like crazy, like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and he laughs and he says, "You think I'm gonna Adriana you?" Is that and referencing it seems like, Sopranos? I guess, but it seems so wildly off the mark in terms of like a thing anyone would say. Also, isn't Drea DiMatteo in this show too? She is. She is. Which is weird. So maybe they like that. Maybe that made them giggle. That's really weird. She's in the early seasons and the later seasons. She goes away because she's addicted to crank in the early seasons and then she gets sober and then actually one season she becomes a lesbian and then uh she comes back towards the end she survives the whole show actually wow spoiler. very few people do spoiler alert yeah. um but in the so with jimmy smith's uh nero tattooed um smitty comes <laughs> in and she's like 
the woman with the guns like get in get naked get in bed and blow him and and blow him and that was also like one of those moments where i was like this is brutal i think that's the showrunner's wife and that's the showrunner's wife like like she's and this is season five she has already gone through so much in season three i'm trying to think what the neo-nazi season i think it's three in season three she gets like brutally raped by these neo-nazis oh it is brutal like i can't imagine just reading your sides and you're like Oh, here boy. it goes I again. Get, here we go again. Emotionally, this is a roller coaster. It's it's funny because I think that character is great. I really do. Like her character is so good. Gemma. Yes. Yeah. Because she's essentially the show. Like she's in charge. She's pulling everyone's strings mm-hmm. all the time. She's Jax's uh, mom, mm-hmm. and so she has the power. And so her uh, her husband John Teller is Jax's uh, dad. Penn and Teller. <laughs> her husband. Pen and Teller. Which is the heavy one? Pen. Gillette. Her husband is Pen. Pen Gillette. Pen Gillette. Her husband is Ron Perlman. Her husband now is Ron Perlman. Her original husband is like the guy who is like the whole show is about. Okay. Um, John Teller. Who died. Who her. Who had the diary. Yes. Motorcycle diaries. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. This that scene was so brutal. And then. Yeah. She so Jimmy Smith is like no no don't do it don't do it I'm I'm not doing this I'm getting dressed fuck this just shoot me shoot me shoot me shoot me and then she's like the woman with the gun is like I just wanted to see you do do your thing do your your thing or whatever Mm -hmm. and then she puts the gun to her brain and kills herself blows her brains out just right there in the bedroom just awful which is weird because. Most times that they shoot in that bedroom, there's parrot. <laughs> there's a bunch of parrots in there. Really? Yeah. That would have been a much different scene if um, it was like. Maybe that's why they took him out. But there's a weird, very like a. It's not a major characteristic, but it is a sub pattern in the show where like there's always birds in that house. And are they saying lines from other episodes? Yes, they're they're, uh, like, they're all. I'm not going to Adrian you. <laughs> yeah. They they foreshadow it and they do they do all the callbacks. It's a small so great. world. Mm-hmm. They're great. That was a pretty good parrot imitation. Yeah, that was great. There's a lot of birds in the show. Really? The f- opening shot of the pilot and the closing shot of the finale is a crow. Whoa. Yeah. And that was before Game of Thrones. Yeah, they're the first. It's the first crow-based comedy. Wow, that is unbelievable. Both those shows are comedy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, of course, the show, the movie, The Crow. That is Which that is a, a prequel to Games of, Game of Thrones. And, it's a uh, Benny Hill version of Game of Thrones. That's right. And then The Crow 2, Brandon Lee. That's the one he passes away? The first one is when... Oh, so he's not coming back for two. They made but they didn't make one. a two, right? They did make a two. God, what a what a shame. I never saw it. You know, I never saw it either, but I remember being a kid and being... And hearing, when he died? Hearing about it. Yeah. Um... There's very few, like, from our childhood, like, moments like that that I recall. Because for some reason, I don't think my parents, like, uh, we didn't have access to that. To, like, the news? I don't know. But that seemed Kinda like a play. Know. That seemed like a playground thing, almost. Like, Maybe. I remember, like, hearing that at just, like, school or something. Yeah. I, I it just, those, there's a lot of stuff like that, though, people bring up now and be like, this was a huge moment. I'll be like, I don't, I truly can't recall. Um... I don't remember what other moments were like that in 
Yeah, I was trying to think of something else um, that was like big that people were like, I remember this day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was in the 80s before our time, but did you know in the the filming of the Twilight Zone movie that like multiple people died? Oh, yeah, I heard crash. that. But like not at the time. Like that's like a trivia fact in, in like stored in my brain. Yes, yeah, like that was before I think that yeah. was that was too early. Yeah. But that's just crazy. Um but yeah, there's a lot of birds. There's a lot of birds in the show. Um and uh and she blows her brains out and yeah. then um uh Ron Perlman who you who did you did point out looks like <laughs> he, <laughs> he looks, looks like so disconcertingly like an ape to me. Yeah, it really does. It's Shocking. Yeah. He, <laughs> like when I first started watching the show, because I know he's a very famous actor and people know him and like him and he's talented and stuff, but I was like, why did they cast this guy? This, he's this a is too real, distracting. He's the, a real ape. I'd use, also use the word galoot, which I don't He think, is like a galoot. A big galoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he cleans up the murder. He does a favor. And now answer me this. He has... <laughs> He has a, a breathing apparatus. It's a lie. I like oxygen, everything in the show. And then he, at the beginning of the episode, we see him go to a doctor and he sort of gets not a clean bill of health, but it's like, you're doing well and you don't need to use the oxygen tank anymore. And now I assume he's just continue and he continues to wear through the episode. Is that just to show, make people think he's weak? Yes. So he's been recently replaced as president by his son. So he uh, is... Unwillingly? Yes. Okay. And so he's trying to get back. He what basically these attacks are an attempt to undermine Jax's control of the club. Oh right. So we learn. Sorry, there's a hair right in my mouth. Um, We learn way at the end that he's the guy coordinating the attacks on the sheriff and everything. Mm -hmm. And so he's faking like he's weak. Like I don't have that much time left. Let Jax run it. Like I couldn't be involved. Like if that's what we want to do, that's what we do. But he's trying to mastermind this plot to like take back his throne essentially it's game of thrones it's hamlet i think um read it in high school i don't know anything about it i don't care but i don't you don't give a shit. <laughs> no but like when i read when i first started watching it and started reading about it, people were like this is like shakespearean for the following reasons um and i guess it's hamlet okay it's yeah, like that- hamlet in i forget what they call it the, even the showrunner. I think it was deliberately. It's not a thing that like some smart TV critic picked up. Right. Like, hey, look at this. It's like Kurt Sutter very explicitly saying like this is like Hamlet in leather or whatever. Like Hamlet on Hamlet wheels. On ice. <laughs> Hamlet on ice. Um, it's a hit. Uh, so this episode, what do you say was as in the it, rating wise comparatively to other episodes, good, bad. This is where we're getting bad. Like this is where we're getting into like, there were a couple moments when I turned to you and just like shrug my shoulders yeah. or whatever. Uh, Cause this is where we're getting into like, I don't know. This seems not good anymore. Yeah. Um, but still some storylines uh, are, make sense to me. Like right. I like that they killed that prison guard. Because the episode where he allows that murder to happen is like his behavior is so odious that like so we hate him we really hate yeah because he doesn't see I mean he seems like a prison guard but I don't but just he's watching ha- this I didn't like hate his him indifference to and complicity in the murder of an inmate is like so unconscionable to me so when you saw him get hit by a snow globe you were I like, love yeah, the first time I watched yeah. this episode I was like yes you're like they got him more manacle more <laughs> and I, I was again I was out of sauce but uh, uh, yeah. I wanted more Manicot. 
Um, so this is sort of, but this is sort of where the show. It's gross. It, five is not great. Three and four, I think, are good, and one is very good. Um, and then five, we're starting to get into like shit is going insane. Like almost everyone in this episode that's not a main character is dead by the end of the season. Oh my god! I mean, there are a lot of deaths in this three, yeah. th- at least three deaths in this episode and some of them are so incidental like that's the crazy thing about the show is like people die all the time also there's no one at there's never any consequences to these bodies there's an episode in in the first season where something burns down and one of the characters had been fucking those that these two women whose bodies are burned alive in this building and they have to go get the bodies so that they don't I think the premise of the issue is that so they don't find this man's comb inside these burned up Mexican <laughs> drug workers. And it's one of the only times in the series, uh, and they call it A Stomach Full of Tig Juice. Um, that's and- the name of the episode? <laughs> No, and so that's like what they call it. like like just like colloquially they're like we, this is the problem we have to solve like that's how they label the issue. Wait 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 wait. Back up. <laughs> what what stomach full? So they he fucks these two women who work at one of their drug places. Oh, somebody's name is Tig. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is- but it's the only time there's ever any talk of consequences of the bodies right, that they right, have right. being found. Like it's always I'm just like just well the person's stuck not, up on yeah. the term. Stig juice full of tig juice. <laughs> There's lots of stuff like that in the show. Um, but awful. A lot of time, yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty grotesque. But there, the the deaths in this are. Well, one of the things I like about it is the main character. A little bit like Game of Thrones, where like you, the really good characters will will die. I like that too. Like yeah, by yeah. surprise. Like the one thing. One of the things that's great about the show is they're not afraid to kill off good characters which and is, like show the results of like the impact on this kind of family that he yeah built. i feel like that's a new thing it's cool a new thing to te- tv which is very exciting yeah, i like it, it a lot keeps you on your toes but this i mean some of the deaths towards the end of the show are like yeah well fine it's like the way i felt at the end of breaking bad where i was like i don't care about any of these people anymore kill them all right right, right. like who, who could care kill like what does anyone care if these people die they're awful Right. And it's, this show is a little bit like that towards the end where... Well, this, this one seems just like, as you said, like a soap opera with just murders. Yeah. Where by then you're like, who even cares yeah. who's sleeping with who? It's just like... Well, Because the, the only thing you have left at the end is kind of like him and his mom, where that's the that one thing that's like persisted through all right. it's like It's got ups and downs. So you're still like, uh, I wish they could be just be okay. But they're not. If you had to come up with a drinking game for Sons of Anarchy, when would you drink? Um, I would say just from watching this, anytime anybody's brutalized. <laughs> I would say anytime. Yeah, anytime someone gets punched in the face, which is uh, oh yeah, there are a lot of face so punchings. casually. There are a lot of face punchings in this episode that have nothing to it's do with ir- it's not not useful, not important at all. Uh, anytime someone smokes a cigarette, mm, everyone's always smoking in here. Uh, drinks whiskey or tequila. That's like all they drink. Um, and they use the term gash a lot. Like what? Like for pussy. Oh boy. Uh, like I made my parents watch an early episode and they were like, we can't watch this. Because yeah. like, people are calling each other gashes all the time. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. That's what you do around the <laughs> mechanic made, shop. I like they said you made your parents watch. <laughs> I did. I and they were like, them. one of my brothers who has like a very blue collar sort of mentality in life loves it. And That's he's, great. But he's like, I can't believe you like this. And my parents are like, this is disgusting. <laughs> 
You guys really showing your parents. Uh, but yeah, gash is a word that they use a lot, and so and what would I be, would I would say you would. What would you do? And what would what would you be drinking? So whiskey or tequila? Whiskey or tequila, I think. Yeah, that sounds like a good mix. Get pretty drunk. I feel like this you is a get, good show to get you drunk. You get too. hammered. That sounds great. Yeah, maybe next time we'll do that. Then you'll never watch this show. No, again. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for watching uh, with me and uh, spending this beautiful day inside. Um, yeah, the window's big enough. It's great. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Um, do you have anything you want to promote or uh, say unfiltered? You can say whatever you want. Um, I mean, I probably should retort how you introduced me, but I already said that I loved it, so I, I don't. I don't care. Okay. Um, you can check me out at I don't know UCB. Nice. Uh, find me on the internet. Sweet. Paul B. Welsh. Uh, and uh, yeah, Hard Nation is a Earwolf podcast that I host. That's about politics, but it's mostly about uh, it's an insane. It's just Im- improvised. Insanity. It's improvised. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not no politics, knowledge or interest required. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks, man. Thanks to Paul Welsh for introducing me to the brutal, brutal, brutal world of Sons of Anarchy. I can promise I probably will never watch that show again because it sort of churned my stomach and I, I don't have time for it. I've got other things I'd rather spend my time on um thanks so much for listening please leave a review i know you can you've got time this is free i don't ask much of you just go to itunes leave a five-star review or a four or a three or a two or a one and write a little sentence about what you think about the show i really appreciate it all right that's enough for me have a whoa i just burped have a great night and an early mañana adios amigos That was a HeadGum Podcast.